Welcome to episode six of your parenting podcast, and welcome to the most wonderful time of the year, which of course I mean Thanksgiving, because half of you Christmas-loving shitheads are going to skip it. Now, is Halloween, is that part of the holiday season, or does the season start when Halloween's over? Because that's such like a holiday all on its own there. You know, with the dressing up and the candy and all the gothic shit, you know, it seems to be on a different level of, of celebration than the rest of them. I mean, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you have kind of the whole, you know, family aspect of it. And Halloween's just, I mean, now it's pretty much just about candy and selling cheap-ass costumes. I don't know if it means like when Halloween is coming up. Is that part of the holiday season? I think most people think of it as as soon as, you know, strikes midnight on Halloween, all the stores start playing the fucking Christmas music. And oh, is it so bad. I can't stand it. You know, and it's just, it's been the same, like 10 fucking Christmas songs since 1925. And they don't do anything new to them besides have a celebrity sing one terribly every now and then. Maybe I'm just a little humbug about it. I catch a lot of shit. I don't really care about holidays. It's not that I really dislike them. I just don't really... I mean, they're just other days to me. Maybe I just don't have a, a proper holiday spirit. Uh, and I like Christmas. My wife loves Christmas. I mean, I like it. Who doesn't like Christmas? You know, the Jews, I guess. But even they have, you know, the holiday Hanukkah season. Seems like everybody uh, seems to like that time of year, and I'm no different. I'm not gonna, you know, go crazy hanging up decorations and, you know, singing the songs and shit. Just like nor will I ever buy a real Christmas tree again. Right, we did that a few years ago, our first and last time buying a real tree. Because we have that nostalgia, as, oh, it's going to smell nice, and you know, it's going to be a real tree, and it'll start a family tradition. And, and I remember growing up with you know, my parents having the real tree. And I guess you know, what I don't remember is them like, screaming and cursing at that piece of shit as they drag it inside, leaving the fucking pine needles all over the place. Not to mention it was full of bugs. At least ours was. We had this little tiny car at the time, so like a cartoon, we had half the tree hanging out of the trunk. I get home and drag it through the house, leaving a trail of these needles. And this was on a tree farm. Like It's not like this tree was sitting there for weeks, slowly dying. I mean, they literally chainsawed it out of the ground and threw it in the car. It's like a, a car that depreciates as soon as you take it off the lot. So the Christmas tree immediately started dying. And then as I'm trying to hang it up, I had these weird grasshopper bees or whatever the fuck they were inside there. Then I got to spend weeks, and I mean weeks, cleaning the needles out of the carpet. You know, so Logan wouldn't try to eat them because he was, you know, a baby at the time. 
you know, cleaning them out of the trunk of the car. Anything I put in the trunk of the car got covered in the tree sap, which was just everywhere. It just multiplied. So everything that went in there came out sticky and covered in the stupid things. So what we did after that is we waited until February and they went to Target or Walmart or wherever it was and got a $70 tree for like seven bucks. A nice fake one with LEDs and shit that lights up in there. Takes me 10 minutes to get out of the box, set it up, good to go. Hang all the things you want on there. Those little, what do you call them, Christmas balls that, you know, of course, when they break, they're sharp as razors and they get glitter everywhere. But I do, I do like the season. Maybe I like, I like the fall weather. Of course, in Florida, that just means it's only 90 degrees. Um, when we lived in North Carolina for a little while, that had a really nice, you know, a nice four seasons. They actually had a distinct fall. Um, it's the kind of fall that Floridians will never experience unless they leave Florida. You know, the weather was nice and crisp. Florida gets cold, you know, two or three days out of the year. By cold, I mean maybe down to the 40s. But uh, I do like the uh, the fall season. I mean, you know, most people like fall, I guess. I don't want to sound like some, you know, some asshole. But I do like Thanksgiving. I think that's always been my favorite, uh, my favorite holiday. And I don't know if it's just all the food, because I'm a big fat fatty. And I like, you know, stuffing food into other food and then stuffing that food into my big fat face. To the point where I can go out in public and somebody can just grab my love handles and make piggy noises. But I do like, uh, you know, the nice weather. I don't really care about the sports. But it's like, you know, everybody, you get the big giant table. You know, with everybody there eating and having fun and, you know, the conversations. It's always been something really nice. You know, I have a couple of brewskis. Not that I really drink. I may have mentioned I only have like four or five drinks a year. I used to drink a whole lot. Back in the day, as we old guys say now. Had a handful of friends we'd hang out with regularly. Surprised none of us ended up dead. Yeah, and I wasn't exactly Irish in my drinking talent, but I could hold my own. I did all right. To the point where I was developing a problem. You know, I'd hang out with a couple of friends, we'd have a few drinks, and then they would leave, and I would have the secret drinks that they wouldn't know about. <coughs> you know, when you have to, like, hide, you know, the extra alcohol. That was what I noticed that I was developing a problem. But instead of pissing and moaning about it and starting a support group, I just stopped and took care of it myself like a man. No, I'm just kidding. I really didn't have a problem yet at that point, but I recognized that it was going to be a problem. And my dad was an alcoholic and his dad and so on and so forth. Going all the way back to the, our extremely white ancestors. So then, you know, I, I put a stop you know, for years. Well, it's been two or three years. I don't even think I had a drop. 
And I was kind of proud of it. And I was probably kind of an asshole about it. Like a vegan. You know, those people that do CrossFit. You know, rubbing everyone's faces. I was going to hang out at a bar. Oh, I don't drink. I'm sure I got real elitist about it here and there. But now it's just, I don't know. It doesn't really have an appeal. It just... I'm not against it, per se. I mean, I just... When people talk about you know how much they you know love hanging out in bars and just being drunk and you know, I've even you know known people who've said you know the exact words I can't have fun unless I'm drinking. It's like ah eh, maybe you got a problem. And now it's just you know I don't know. I mean I'm sure you know being diabetic doesn't help. You know, I still enjoy a good white Russian every now and then. Maybe on a super hot day, you know, hanging outside, grilling things. Charring some kind of animal flesh over a fire, having ice cold beer. That's not really something I crave. But, you know, it's each their own. Everybody has a vice. Mine used to be smoking. Oh, man, everybody that knows me for a long time... Knows how much I used to love the old camels. I mean, there was, and that was why it took me so long to quit. It's because I never wanted to. I was never one of those people that struggled with it. Man, I wish I could quit smoking. I can't stop. I'm a slave to these things. I loved it. I loved every puff and drag. I loved the smell of it, the taste of it. I would blow out a big cloud of smoke and run through it like perfume. It's a... And I had, you know, a handful of, of false quitting attempts. And, you know, I tried cold turkey. Yeah, that didn't work at all. I tried the, uh, the Chantix. That made me kind of crazy. Which, granted, it does kind of say that on the bottle. But still. Yeah, and then the... Uh, so this, this Christmas will be three years without a cigarette. And I wish I could say that I don't think about it, but oh, I miss it like an old friend. Sometimes I'll be at the gas station waiting my turn to get a drink or whatever it is or pay for, for petrol. And I'll just see that wall of the cigarettes they have there and my, like my mouth will water like I'm starving and I'm walking through a deli. And that's why I can't even do cigars. I mean, some people can, you know, puff on a cigar for a little while. I know... It has to be all or nothing with me. I know if I even take just one little puff on a cigar, I'm going to go out and buy a pack of cigarettes. And then my mother quit a long time ago. long time ago. This is my teens. And then she says every now and then, maybe once or twice a year, she'll get a craving for a cigarette. So it's like, oh good, it never fucking stops. Because it hits me maybe every other month. I'll be, and it comes on out of nowhere. So I'll be, who knows what I'll be like. I could be driving. I could be talking to somebody. Because when I smell it on someone, it doesn't really bother me. It's, not, it's getting to the point now where it's like I really don't care for the smell when it's on somebody else. It's kind of like, oh, I used to smell like that all the time. But it's every now and then, it'll just hit my brain like lightning. And it's like, I'll throw a nun down an elevator shaft, you know, for a sweet puff. But uh, with, with the catalyst was uh, Grayson. And he was uh, 
I think three or two and a half, something like that. I remember it was Christmas Eve and uh, we were visiting uh, my mother and I was out on the back porch having a smoke and I always tried to, you know, never in the car with the kids, never in the house and, you know, never around the kids. I always tried to hide it shamefully. But, uh, you know, I was in the middle of one and then Grayson kind of snuck out the back door and saw me and I kind of tried to hide it. And he saw my, my pack sitting there on the table and he comes up and he goes, Poppy, Poppy, me try, me try. And he reached for it. And that was it. And you're right then. It's like, okay, I can't, uh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, so I, I mean, thankfully there's only a couple in the pack because it would have broke my heart to throw away a whole pack. But I got rid of the last couple that I had, went out and bought the patches. And uh, I was a real dick for at least a good month. So much respect to my wife for not throwing me out. But the, uh, the patches are the only thing that really worked besides my own determination because that was the first time that I ever really wanted to quit. But uh, yeah, I do miss it. But uh, you know, obviously it's better without it. And then I did what everyone else does. You know, gains you know, 20 fucking pounds after you quit. And now I'm in the stage where I gotta lose all that extra blubber. You know, I gotta get the health back, gotta you know, last as long as you can for the kids. It's like now all of my bad decisions are catching up to me. You know, my diet is still not great. Better than it was, but you know, by no means perfect. You know, hence the uh, colitis from the last one. Yeah, so this Christmas will be my, that's another good thing, you know, besides, you know, celebrating the whole holidays with the family. It's like, it's my little secret holiday in my head. It's like, okay, now it's another year without a cigarette. Kids can enjoy their presents. And oh, speaking of, oh man. So usually the last couple of years, we like to do the layaway. Whatever you want to, whatever your judgment is about layaway, you know, whatever. But I feel like we can get the kids more presents, better presents. Because we don't really spoil them with toys too much throughout the year. You know, we usually will let, uh, you know, I like when the grandmas get them toys and stuff. Yeah, we usually spend our money on, you know, experiences. We'll take them to the beach for the weekend or we'll take them to a movie. You know, so I don't mind when... You know, extended family will buy them toys and spoil them that way. But, you know, Christmas, we try to make sure they have a good Christmas. So we'll do the layaway as soon as it opens up, you know, because they don't do it the year round. As soon as they make it available, you know, we'll get a handful of stuff for the kids. You know, and we get a handful of cheap things that we know they're going to, you know, play with for a little while and probably lose. But we like to get them, you know, some nice stuff. And we went to Walmart. So you can also, you know, reserve your judgment for there. And we made sure that we were looking normal. I don't want to show up on any people of Walmart websites. But uh, we found actually some really good stuff. Because thankfully, now my, my kids are getting more into some mainstream entertainment. It's like yeah, growing up, it's like half the stuff they liked was some of these obscure you know, 
foreign cartoons like from England and Australia and there's like these Spanish cartoons and, and it's cool that they're getting some culture but it's like most of that stuff has no merch and it's like oh, I want to get you know this character from this show and it's like you know it's like, I don't even know how to pronounce that character's fucking name you know and Amazon can only help me so much buying you know stuff from across the world and now thankfully they're into the you know, PJ Masks and Pokemon and Mario, and it's like, great. You know, so they got plenty of stuff. Target, Walmart. You know, eventually it's going to be Star Wars. You know, it's a little a little mature for them at the moment, but... You better believe the... Oh, man, I've already talked to Cynthia about the Nerf guns. Because, like, when we first had the Nerf guns, the first one they had, it was just that tube. And it had a couple little foam balls in it. And you push the other tube into it, and it just goes poof. And shot the little foam ball. Eventually, they got a little more sophisticated. Some of the greatest times I ever had in my life were the big Nerf Wars. I told Cynthia, I was like, give it another couple of years. You know, wait till, you know, Isaiah's probably, say, four. That way all the kids can play. So you better believe we're going to be having some crazy Nerf Wars. I'll, I'll spend, like... You know, we'll make it one whole Christmas where every present will be some kind of crazy Nerf contraption. Because by then it's like I'll have, you know, the Nerf drone and the Nerf tank and, you know, some Nerf satellite that rains down shit from orbit. It's going to be fucking awesome. But anyway, Walmart. We found all kinds of really cool shit. I mean, like, matching, like, themes, presents. They had, you know, for Grayson and Logan, they both, like... You know, the PJ Masks, we got them stuff from that. You know, this little floor mat thing with these cars on it. And, you know, really cool shit. Some stuff kind of hard to find. You know, like stuff like pushed at the back of the shelf that was cool. You know, puzzles and games. It's like we were, you know, high-fiving each other down every aisle, finding all kinds of cool stuff. Even Isaiah. You know, Isaiah's hard to shop for. I mean, he's one. You know, he's a really, he'll, he'll play with whatever you put in front of him. He'll, you'll give him an empty water bottle. He'll chase it around the house like a cat. So it's like, he's a little harder to shop for. You know, so we had a couple, you know, this Mickey Mouse thing that, you know, sang a song when you squeezed it. And, you know, some little shapes and stuff you can play with. And, and uh, you know, we had you know, some really, really cool stuff. We got all the stuff in the cart. I mean, we, you know, we got two carts worth of stuff. Because we also had a couple of things we had to get immediately because Logan's birthday is coming up. I don't want him to get shortchanged on his birthday. But, uh, you know, it's about 7.30 at night. And any regular Walmart shoppers will know where this is going. And we wander over to the layaway. Of course, the layaway is closed at 7. So it's like, well, you know, what can we do? You know, we got... You can only get so upset before you realize that it's not going to change anything. But we were still pretty bummed about it. You know, it's like, especially because we got so excited finding all the gifts for the kids. I even posted a meme about it on one of my social medias. Which one of these days I'm going to have to have some 13-year-old show me how to use all this shit correctly. It was a picture of, uh, what's his name, some actor looking guilty. Saying when I try to spend money on myself, and then a picture of him throwing money in the air when you spend money on the kids. And I guess that's good. I mean, you do something for yourself every now and then, but it does feel good to, you know, give the kids a good a good birthday, a good Christmas. 
But uh, so we were bummed about the layaway. Layaway was closed. You know, and this is you know Walmart way on the other side of town. Totally, completely out of our way. We just happened to be in that area at the time. And uh, so the manager comes up and just says, you know, we we talked to the manager about it. Is there any way somebody can do the layaway? We only missed it by a half hour. They're like, no, the lady's gone home. Yeah, but you can leave your cart here. And, uh, you know, they leave you here overnight. We'll put your name on it. I said, great, as I can come back in the morning. You know, my full-time job, I don't start until 9.30. I'll have plenty of time to go to the other side of town. And I'll just, you know, leave the house a little earlier. You know, I got alternate transportation to school for Grayson. And I was like, you know what, no problem. Yeah, I drive all the way there. Now, as an aside, also over the weekend, just to add to some bullshit. Now, first we tried to give Isaiah his first haircut. Man, did that backfire. Holy shit. Now, haircuts are, are, it's hit or miss. You never know how your kid's going to react. Every kid's different. You know, both my older kids, after the first couple minutes, when they realized that the clippers weren't going to hurt them, there was just the noise. They chilled out. You know, they kind of looked around a little bit for the most part. But now, and now they no problem with haircuts. They'll sit there, you know, make faces and not have a problem as long as they get their lollipop. But Isaiah, oh man, this poor kid. And also poor Cynthia. She had to sit in the chair with him. You know, they both got covered in his hair because he had this crazy mop on his head. I mean, now, of course, you know, being one of my children, he looks super cute. But just, I felt so bad. You know, this kid was so traumatized. And I'm sure if he even turned on an electric toothbrush around him, he's going to run away. And it was just, you know, it was, it was a long, arduous haircut. You know, having to hold his head still just to try and trim around his ears. Ah, uh, this poor kid. It was just a miserable experience. Nobody was happy. And that was the start of it. And then later the same day, or, you know, backtrack a couple of days, my, uh, my car is making a weird noise. And uh, in our family, we have an incredible mechanic. I don't want to call him out, just in case. But we have an incredible mechanic in our family. I said, you know what? I told Cynthia, we'll bring the car to see him. You know, it's making a, you know, kind of a funny noise when he started up. And I let, let him take a look at it. And uh, so I was you know what, I'll just follow you in the van over there because we may have to leave the car just in case. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure. And we pull into his neighborhood. Right as I get ready to pull into his neighborhood, I hear a little pop. And then it sounds like something is just dragging under the car. Pieces are just falling off of this thing. You know, then I lose the power steering. It just starts to overheat. You know, barely made it to his house. But whatever. So then I, I borrow a car um, to get to work today. And uh, you know, the car, unfortunately, has no air conditioning. Now, Florida, as we know, gets cold a couple days out of the year. Now, was today one of those days? Nah, not even close. 8.30 in the morning, it's 85 degrees. But I drive to the Walmart all the way on the other side of town out in the middle of Orlando. And yeah, I'm all dressed for work, I'm on time. Yeah, I walk up to the customer service counter. 
and I think we also all know where this is going. And I see the uh, the morning manager guy there. You know, I tell him my name. I said, there's supposed to be a cart here for me. But as soon as I tell him my name, his face just falls. You see, he gets this, this sad old guy look. And I, he just says, I'm sorry. You know, somebody on the night crew put everything back. You know, and, and I told him, I was like, you realize there's like 25 things in there. I was like, I'm never going to have time to put it all back in the cart. I was like, I've come, you know, 45 minutes out of my way to pick this shit up. You know, I was, I was so excited just to throw it in the layaway, you know, pay half of it, whatever it was, and then to say, you know, all right, the kids are going to have a great Christmas. No worries. All we got to do is wrap it, and then we'll be fine. And I just kept getting a lot of, I'm sorry, sir, I'm sorry, sir, and it's like, you know, I was like, who's the guy that put it back? Because, oh, I don't know, one of the night crew. I was like, well, when you see him, tell him you'll ruin my kid's Christmas. Which isn't true. But I wanted him to feel like shit. Because I was angry and I needed a target for it. You know, and also because it was so hot riding in the car with high air conditioning. Put me in such a crappy mood. So now we got to go. And thankfully, because my wife was so damn smart, took pictures of all the stuff that we had in the car for the layaway. That way... We wouldn't, you know, find the same thing later in a different store, you know, a few weeks from now and be like, oh, you know, Grayson would love this or Logan would love this. And then realize we already had it. So thankfully she took pictures of everything. So we have to go back this week and try and do all that crap again. But I guess it's a, a first world problem. But, uh, you know, I get excited about, you know... Having given the kids a good Christmas. I don't get excited about wrapping the fucking presents. You know, Cynthia takes, you, know, you ought to see, she has all these tools and, you know, measures things and folds the paper in these perfect little creases. And, and I mean, I, I really just want to just leave it in the Walmart bag. But obviously she won't let me do that. And then it's just... You know, I try to get out of it. It's like, you know, find me other things to do. You want me to do the dishes? You want me to do the laundry? Because wrapping presents is not not my strong suit. I guess that and math are my Achilles heels. Because usually you can always tell which presents are the ones I wrapped because it looks like somebody wrapped it nicely and then kicked it down some stairs. But, I mean, we still have... Uh, you know, Logan's birthday coming up, and then Thanksgiving. There's no one ever seems to talk about that. Or it's the one time a year we say, you know, let's everybody post on the internet what we're thankful for. And it's like, should we be doing that the whole year? Yeah, wouldn't the world be such a better place if we were all were just nice? You know, say so we're thankful for every single day. But we don't. We just worry about, you know, turkey and pumpkin pie. This is the point where most people, I hear people say it, and it drives me fucking crazy. They start calling it turkey day. What are you doing for turkey day? It's like, listen, maybe I don't want turkey. Maybe I want a fried turkey. But it's like, it's Thanksgiving. I understand the original meaning of the holiday is gone. Now that we've, you know, pretty much decimated all of the Native Americans. Maybe this is our way of trying to make up for it. What are you thankful for? 
but just in my, you know, 90s kid, you know, modern sense of the word, it's just about, you know, being thankful for what you have, you know, spending time with family, and of course, yes, eating a fucking turducken. Poet didn't know it. And if none of you have ever had turducken, it is amazing. For the uninitiated, is the turkey stuffed with a duck stuffed with a chicken. Now, this is a, definitely an American invention. But, uh, you know, that and the, and the pumpkin pie. And I think, I don't know if pumpkin pie was an American invention. But it is amazing. Pumpkin pie seems to be a great divider in families. You either love it or you hate it. And I am excited to get the Costco's pumpkin pie because it is the best pumpkin pie on earth. They're larger than other pies. They're actually cooked twice. I read a whole article on it, which means it must be true because it was on the internet. But uh, yes, this uh, of the holiday season is upon us. And we're finishing up the last of the Halloween candy, only to go out and buy more Halloween candy that was on sale. Because, I mean, fuck, 70% off? Come on. This is Snickers we're talking about. And then we put up all the fall decorations because Florida doesn't have a real fall. So we put up all the little wreaths that have the leaves changing on them. And... But it is coming soon, my favorite holiday. And we won't even mention Black Friday. I try not to even leave the house. It's like there's nothing I need that badly to like go to those madhouse shopping. Some people live for it. Some people talk about it for weeks in advance. I can't wait to go, you know, four in the morning outside of Best Buy to get a TV. It's like, oh, I can't do it. It just gives me anxiety thinking about it. Thanks, but no thanks. I got enough things that I worry about. But little by little, I'm shrugging everything off. That's the, uh, the motto I'm trying to live by. As you get older, your circle of concern gets smaller. So I just care about my family. And I don't care about buying a TV at four in the morning. So let's everybody enjoy the Halloween, or the Halloween season, the holiday season. I guess Halloween is part of that holiday season. Let's all enjoy it, be good to each other, be thankful for what we have. You know, be good to your kids. Hopefully your kids will be good back to you. And that'll be the podcast. And thank you all for your support. Uh, send any parenting stories, funny stories, funny kids stories, life hacks, parenting hacks. Uh, send them all to yourparentingpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to you guys next week.